So everybody listening in right now, like Junaid and I are here talking, like think about what we're thinking about. Just do the hard mental work that Junaid and I are doing right now. It pays, it pays big. Okay, here's the project. Stop, like pause this thing once I'm, if you need to for a second, once I'm done talking, and then you can hit replay in a second. But pause and just look at your information set. Look at what you know how to do. Look at the codes you've cracked. You're like, Chris, I haven't cracked any codes. I do stuff for people. I don't teach people. You figured out how to do stuff for people. You can teach people how to figure out how to do stuff for people. That's a skill set, believe it or not, that's really valuable. So think about what you know how to do, the codes you've cracked in life. And think about who else would want that. Now, here's the thing. You're going to think, oh my gosh, Chris, nobody would want to know this. It's so easy. It, it just happens. It happens for you because you had the right opportunity, the right moment in time, and you're genetically coded to do that thing. But you're one in a thousand. For the rest of us, the other 999 of us, we struggle with figuring out your thing. Teach us how to do it. Start at the top. Teach us how to do it. So stop, the, stop right now, hit pause, take a sticky note out or a Sharpie on your hand and write down a few ideas. Like, what do you think your most valuable information is? Write it down. And then later we can talk about a, how to build a business plan around that, but write it down. That's worth so much money. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today, I am so honored to bring my really good friend, Chris Williams, to the podcast. He's the reason I've been consulting clients all over the world build their home studios. Now, Chris is a little different from all of the other guests that I've had on the podcast. Number one, he spends most of his time raising his five kids, exploring world communities, and trying his hand at adventures like shark diving, ice climbing, running ultra marathons, and riding electric skateboards. Yes. And in his spare time, he works with entrepreneurial and business experts, speakers, coaches, and leaders, helping them market, monetize, and lead their own high-ticket masterminds or group coaching programs. 
As the world continues to shift, many experts are trying to build high-ticket groups for additional income, lead generation, or impact. And Chris teaches experts how to generate leads, close high-ticket deals, and build strong, transformational groups. He has his own digital agency, leads two masterminds of his own, and has learned many of these lessons the hard way. So sharing his journey and offering strategy is why he is here. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode because this one is power packed and you're going to take away stuff that you never ever imagined could be possible. So let's jump right in to this episode with Chris Williams. Super excited to have you here, man. Man, I'm super stoked to be here. I really am. Let me give all you listeners a little context here. So I own a brand called Group Coach Nation. We teach experts how to build high ticket masterminds. But the reason that I get to do that is because I'm really good at systems and processes and finding the right people to delegate those systems and processes to. And Jeanette, I think I think we're going to start cracking some codes on that today, right? That's right. Absolutely. 100%. Man, I'm stoked. So before we jump into the hot stuff, the hot case, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is an episode you've never heard this before because it's when you like drop into a conversation two good friends are having and like, oh my God, why are they laughing so much? <laughs> I want to know. I want to drink what they're drinking or smoke what they're smoking. <laughs> right. Or smoke and drink what we're smoking and drinking. Yeah. Right. And what's funny is that we neither one of us drinks or smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hang out with Junaid. That's the high right there. That's that's absolutely right. So, Chris, you, you mentioned that you run a coaching business where you're training high-ticket masterminds, like people, how to run high-ticket masterminds. So before you even got to that point, let's peel back the layer and go back in time in our Back to the Future mobile over here. <laughs> let's go to the past and let's dig in. You know, where did you start? Where did this all come from? All right. So, Junaid, you don't even know this. Let's see I if know. I can take it back to pre-Junaid. <laughs> so, when I was 11 years old, I borrowed my neighbor's lawnmower so I could mow their yard for the summer. Mm-hmm. About a week into that, I realized, oh, my gosh. If I could just use that lawnmower, then I could mow other people's lawns also. And so I bartered with them and traded them a year of free lawn mowing in exchange for their lawnmower today. So all of a sudden at 11, I figured out, okay, I can forecast my business. I can get a system. I can leverage somebody else's stuff, time, equipment, whatever, mm-hmm. and grow a business. And I didn't, I didn't formulate all that when I was 11, but... By the time I was 20 and had sold that business with three crews that had been paying me to travel around the world and have fun, (laughs) I kind of got my hands around it. I hired my first team member, Junaid, when I was 14 because I couldn't drive and I needed a driver because our Mm -hmm. lawn business was expanding. And and it kind of came naturally. And I made a lot of stupid mistakes and blah, blah, blah. We're entrepreneurs, right? Okay. Fast forward that, Junaid, when I was... um, I don't know, seven or eight years, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, let's say, man, the pandemic made like a time warp. Like you're back to the it future. Did. Dude, it's, I don't know. It's like the five years that, you know, in the mate in the in the Marvel cinematic universe when the Thanos snaps his fingers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. As soon as like when you popped on my screen today, like, oh my gosh, he's back. (laughs) The pixels came together. Okay. So, okay. So I was running a digital agency. I'd sold a financial planning firm at that point. We're skipping lots of middle space, but who cares? Mm -hmm. I was running a digital marketing agency. That's why I I love being creative and I love helping people grow. So cool. That was a good bet. But I was working 16 hours a day, Junaid. 16 freaking hours a day. And I had five kids, you know that. And I was missing my kids. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, this has got to end. So I picked up this book called The Four Hour Work Week by Tim, Tim Ferriss. All of you listeners or watchers, whatever you're doing right now, you've read it and mm-hmm. you know you did jack with it. Yeah. None of us do anything with that book. Everybody's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I read the freaking book and then I was mm-hmm. like, I was raking leaves in the backyard, you made. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like go back and read this thing again on the audio version. And I'm going to build a mind map around everything he just said. And I'm going to like, I'm going to just follow the steps. I'm going to take it apart and I'm going to start doing it. Four months later, Junaid, I was working four hour days, not four hour weeks yet, four hour days. And I'd quadrupled my income. Wow. Couldn't believe it. Let's pause that. I I know you want to go further. I'll pause. Yeah. But a lot of us that, that listened to the book or read the book, Tim Ferriss said, like, I can't trust anybody else to do anything better than what I do, right? That was the thought that was going in my head when I read the book. I was like, why would I trust anybody else, mm. right? It's, it's so hard for anybody. You cannot get more than 24 hours a day. It's impossible, okay? They've tried it with time machines, going back in time. They're not getting that time back. It's impossible. So keep going. Yeah, you're right. I thought the same thing, but then I thought, wait a second. Everybody I know who's really successful, like the president, mm-hmm. trusts other people to do stuff for him. We should back up from politics. That's probably the worst <laughs> example ever. And it all goes just fine, right? <laughs> no, but everybody you know who's hyper successful, they've mm-hmm. built a team and they've they've been able to grow bigger than themselves. And that's what really hit home for me when I realized, okay, it requires systems to be efficient for me or another team member. And I have to ultimately trust someone else. If I'm ever going to do anything bigger than Chris Williams, bigger than my arms can reach or my 24 hours can go, then I've got to trust somebody else. So I just jumped in and I started hiring VAs from all over the world, trying out all different kinds of people and cultures and seeing who worked with me the best and who I worked with the best and how the time zones worked and what kind of projects they get, all that stuff, right? It's a mess. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. It's, it's a huge mess. Oh my gosh. And I, went, I probably went through like 20 people. All you VAs listening who used to work with me, I am so sorry. I was probably a stupid idiot boss early on, <laughs> but you got to figure it out. And you once you do, it mm-hmm. oh my gosh, dude, it can set you free. You know, when you said you went through a lot of VAs and Gary Vee mentions this in, in, this video it's like it's it's really hard to hire people mm-hmm. but you know what's easy firing people <laughs> that's, that's so Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true though i mean yeah you just got to make the decisions you gotta and, make and you learn early on janine i'm sure you've learned the same thing yeah like honestly probably 90 percent of the management problems out there in companies are the manager's fault Yes. So I had to I had to rapidly learn to become a better leader, a better manager, a better accountability partner for my team, mm-hmm. a better support person. Like to to set myself free, I had to grow up. Yeah. 
growing up is is so important, especially with the the, the speed technologies coming at us. Whew, growing up is so important, and yes, we could probably learn everything. But like you said, you know, you have five kids. I have three kids, with a fourth one on the way, and. <laughs> Congrats, by the way, buddy. I didn't know that. That's so great. <laughs> you know, I'm just revealing it slowly in, uh, on these episodes. And <laughs> so what's, what's funny is that I want to spend a ton of time with them because the time that they're growing up, it's, it's like a blip of an eye. You know, when they're older, I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I spent more time with my kids. Nobody says, I wish I spent more hours working on that business problem. Not really, but we, we want to spend more time with our kids. So trusting somebody else to be able to take the baton. I mean, it's like a relay race almost, you know, if you think about the 24 hour clock cycle, you work four hours, you hand the baton to somebody else. They take you to the next level. Next day you come back and you, you grab the baton and you're further along in the race because you trust other people to do the work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. And, and by the way, for those of you watching the video version of this, my studio lighting and sound design was done by Junaid because like, <laughs> I hope it looks good to Junaid. I hope it didn't just ruin I everything. Like, I like the warp effect, you know, it's like we're in the time warp. <clears throat> Dude, you like really, really helped me with that. Thank you. Yeah. Like you got to find your person, folks. I mean, you're listening to Junaid right now. Like lean in on the guy. He, you obviously trust him. Like lean in, find your person. If it's your coach, or your expert that you're leaning in on or a team member that we're talking about now. And just go down the path of growing up to be the learner and the leader you need to be. Yeah, 100%. So you came, you read the book, you're like, all right, let me break it down. And you you mentioned mind maps, and, and I love mind maps because I like to break stuff up. Like, how does this work? And something, a mind map that I'm building right now was uh, of my good friend, uh, Heather Parody and Rich Cardona's podcast, NFT for Newbies, they hit a million downloads in eight months. Whoa. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. So I'm breaking down, building a mind map on how they did it because the data is all there, right? Mm -hmm. Data is all there. It's all about, it's all about how are you implementing the stuff? Mm -hmm. So fast forward, you sold your agency, you learned this, you got more time back. What happened next? So I got more time back. And then for three and a half years, Junaid, we started traveling. By the way, about eight to 10 months into the whole process after reading Tim Ferriss's book, I was um, working maybe two hours a week. So I just, I just totally went for it and it totally worked. Okay. So then I had more money and more time. So we started traveling with our kids. We started taking the summers off and traveling around, taking our kids all over the world. It's been really great. And people started asking me, like they'd see me during school days, like paddleboarding and then sitting at Starbucks. Like, Chris, we know you and Jill don't have a rich family you come from. So are you selling drugs? Like, what's going on, buddy? How can we reach in and help, you know? Lozark happening over here. <laughs> yeah. So I just started telling people exactly what I told you. I read mm. this crazy book. And they're like, yeah. yeah, I read that book too. It's bullshit. No, I'm oh, sorry. And they're like, uh, I just made your episode explicit. <laughs> It's okay. We I'll can edit up. it out. I'll back up. Yeah, I read this last uh, last month, and it's not real. You know, whatever. Yeah. And they were like, "I was like, no, it, it works." So people started buying me lunch, having a consulting hour with me, so I could show them what to do. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I finally found 
some information set that I get and I own and I know what to do with mm -hmm. that I could resell. So I started building e-courses around this whole idea. And for, for several years, I built five e-courses and we spent over a hundred thousand dollars in ad spend alone, let alone team costs and funnel builds and all that. Yeah. I sold one course for just under $2,000. I think it was Jill buying it to make me feel better for, <laughs> for thousands of hours and hundreds of thousands, like, oh my gosh. So, um, that wasn't working. So I joined a mastermind. Oh, I, I click funnels, click funnels, Russell Brunson's. I went straight to the top of his value ladder. I was like, this is what I need. I knew a few people in there and they got me in. And first day in Boise, they were asking me, Chris, what do you do? I explained everything I should explain to you. They're like, oh my gosh, dude, we'd love to learn that. We're all working a ton. It's like, well, I'm trying to sell it on e-course. How do I do that? And they're like, well, how's the mastermind? And I'm like, awesome. Been here for two hours. It's been really great. Thanks for having me. No, like, no, no. Chris, how's your mastermind? I'm like what? Guys, I'm copying what y'all are telling me to do. I don't have a mastermind. I'm building a funnel and I'm running traffic and yeah. blah, blah. Like, oh no, like all of us started with our own mastermind to prove our sales model. And then we built all the lower tier products and services. Oh my God. Oh my, oh, like what? Sorry, trying to keep it family friendly. Yeah. So seven weeks later, I had my first mastermind and it worked. I filled it up and I was done. Holy and that's what we, that's how it started. That's, that was it, man. Like. You can, so here's the message to everybody today. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Take away anything besides Junaid's cool. And he has some amazing Lego vehicles behind him. <laughs> Other than that, like start at the top of the value ladder, just whatever you're selling, raise your prices and start at the top of the value ladder, attract the people who actually want to make a real change. Don't waste your time building this enormous audience at the bottom. Just if you think about every expert, you know, in your life who has that high ticket mastermind, big offer, whatever, they're standing at the top of a penthouse. We're walking along the sidewalk in the city of offers. They're at the top of their penthouse, looking down the value ladder, not looking down on us. I'm not saying in that right. way, yeah. looking down the value. The closest rung to them is the top of the value ladder. They can sell someone on that rung as easy as they can on the bottom rung. You can too. So start with the top rung and build the ladder backwards. Don't, don't build it from the ground up. Oh my God, that, all right. I want to give it to you because this is, that's just mind blowing information. I mean, you probably taught us all of this, but now that I've gone through all of the stuff over and it's, it's time passed, right? And I'm looking at all the stuff. Okay. Okay. Here's my low, low offer because I want to get the low offer people first. That's easy. It's easy money for them, but you're saying you're already on top of the mountain because you have this knowledge around home studios, podcasting, blah, blah, blah. You've already gone up the ladder. Why would you jump down and tell people, oh, this is how you walk up? Yeah. Okay. So yes, Junaid, which is a, which is a better offer? So we're walking along, picture ourselves walking along in New York city. I haven't been to the city since pre pre pandemic. I'm excited yeah. about going back soon. So you're walking along New York city. You can buy fake Rolexes, hot dogs, beads, lots of bagels and pizza and coffee right there on the sidewalk. Yeah. You can also take a tour of a $50 million penthouse. Okay. By just walking in a door and taking an elevator up. But everybody like you and me walking around buying coffee and 
and bagels and donuts, we don't think we're allowed the top because we're buying hot dogs. Right. But if the, if the person at the top of the penthouse dropped a note down and we're like, Hey, Hey, you, yeah, you with the hot dog. Um, we got a spot up here in the penthouse. Would you like to come check it out? Yeah. You would say, uh, are you going to kidnap me and steal my organs or is this real? Yes. I want to come upstairs. So it's just as hard to sell a hot dog as it is to sell a seat in the penthouse. The difference is you got to be a little more selective about who you're inviting to the offer. Right. But with social media and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and Podmatch and every other platform we all hang out on as, as anybody who's got an expertise, it's really easy to find those people. So don't go invite a thousand people. Yeah. Just invite 50 people and take 10 of them. You can't see it from the camera, but my mind, my mind is. That was a good pause. I liked the pause. It was a good effect. Yeah. We should have rehearsed that. We should have rehearsed more dramatic pauses. Cause that was like a good one. It was, it was spot on. Well, I love, I love having the pauses because there's information you're sharing that people need a little break. This is not a YouTube video where, you know, there's no, <laughs> I don't think they took a breath for 30 minutes in that last video. What is going on with this? <laughs> oh my God. That's so good because you're right. I am sitting on top of my home studio mountain. I've built the studio and I'm like telling people, oh, come get this thing that's hanging down there on the base camp but I don't know what it is anymore because I've, I've already gone up, mm. but instead of like, come up, I'll tell you how to build your ladder. Yeah. So everybody listening in right now, like, yeah. like Junaid and I are here talking, like think about what we're thinking about. Just do the hard mental work that Junaid and I are doing right now. It pays, it pays big. Okay. Here's the project. Stop, like pause this thing. Once I'm, if you need to for a second, once I'm done talking and then you can, hit replay in a second, but pause and just look at your information set. Look at what you know how to do. Look at the codes you've cracked. You're like, Chris, I haven't cracked any codes. I do stuff for people. I don't teach people. You figured out how to do stuff for people. You can teach people how to figure out how to do stuff for people. That's a skill set, believe it or not. That's really valuable. So think about what you know how to do, the codes you've cracked in life and think about who else would want that. Now, now here's the thing. You're going to think, Oh my gosh, Chris, nobody would want to know this. It's so easy. It, it just happens. It happens for you because you had the right opportunity, the right moment in time, and you're genetically coded to do that thing. But you're one in a thousand. For the rest of us, the other 999 of us, we struggle with figuring out your thing. Teach us how to do it. Start at the top. Teach us how to do it. So stop the stop right now. Hit pause. Take a sticky note out or a Sharpie on your hand and write down a few ideas. Like, what do you think your most valuable information is? Write it down. And then later we can talk about a, how to build a business plan around that. But write it down. That's worth so much money. Dude, you're freaking amazing. Okay. I don't know if you, I don't know if people tell you that enough, but I just want to let you know that you're amazing because you're the one who told me about teaching people how to set up home studios. Hmm. Cause remember you asked me like, Oh, what's your mind going to be about? I was like, Oh, it's going to be about websites. 
Remember that? Yeah. And it's like, okay, walk us through it. And like, well, you know, you need a digital present. You need home on the internet, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, what about home studio? I'm like, oh my God, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, okay, great example, Junaid, for those of you who are writing things down in your hand right now. You didn't pause it. I know you're still listening. <laughs> Get something out around your hand. Okay, so when Junaid asked that, Junaid's brilliant at building websites, by the way. So yeah, somebody should be leading a mastermind or something about the marketing that goes in behind a website. But everybody freaking asked Junaid about, oh my gosh, I love your studio. Will you show me how to do that? Like in your life right now, all you listeners, somebody is saying that to you. Oh my gosh. Like they were asking me, how are you doing this? Are you selling drugs? Like how you have so much time off? What are people asking you about? Mm -hmm. Dude, I love that. And I've mentioned this to, to my audience, to the hackers out here. I do these interviews selfishly because I want to learn from the people that I admire. I mean, I, I've, I've got it as a mission vision on the site. This is why I'm doing this guys, because I absolutely want to grow. I may, I may growth mindset human being and I'm constantly learning and applying the things that I've learned. And if you're getting a little benefit out of that, out of my selfishness of learning from Chris Williams all over again, then, you know, please, please send us a message, send me a message, send Chris a message. You, you can find all the deets in the show notes, but Chris, dude, that's amazing. It's so doable. It's so much closer than people think we're all yeah. literally sitting on the top floor of our own penthouse building. And for some reason, we all have the, the walking the street mindset. Yeah. And none of us realize, oh my gosh, I'm already sitting up here. I could just build an offer up here. Yeah. And you're so right. You know, if you think about it, our, my penthouse is probably on the 48th, 45th floor because that's how old I am, right? Yeah, right. That's a good way to say it, yeah. So everybody's penthouse building, now one building might be shorter than the other, but it doesn't make a difference because the expertise that you're teaching nobody else has that expertise from the perspective that you're going to bring to it. Mm -hmm. And everybody's penthouse is different. Like, like yeah. take that a little farther. So you think, well, yeah, but Junaid has this amazing studio. Well, call Junaid and get one yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, so-and-so is an amazing speaker. Well, great. Like who cares? My penthouse, if I was designing it in my head would totally be like John Wick's house in the movies. It's freaking, I, I love that modern, super yeah. cool, classy, dark feel. Yeah. Maybe on Junaid's. Junaid's penthouse is like pink with lots of like feathers and I think lots of cheetah patterns. All right. That's Junaid's penthouse. So, so you got, you got your own style, right? Mm -hmm. And people are even, doesn't matter, doesn't matter what your penthouse is. Right. The people who are attracted to Junaid are going to show up in Junaid's penthouse. People in my, like, there's a lot of That's people right. freaking walking around the street. There's a ton of people. Invite That's, them up. See who shows up. Yeah. No doubt. And there's a estimate estimated 250,000 new people entering the world every day. Wow. Newborn babies, right? Newborn babies getting Instagram and TikTok accounts. <laughs> right? Because think about it, right? It's the world is always going to be turning. There's new people coming in the industry. There's kids going to school every single day. They're graduating every single year. 
they need a life skill that you're already an expert in. Mm -hmm. Yep. Millions of people displaced from their jobs during the pandemic who wish they could learn how to do what you know how to do so they can make a buck. Yeah. Like, okay, go find them. They're ready. And it's as easy as uh, tuning that message so they can hear you. You know, I, I was I was learning. Uh, I'm I'm into tech, so I remember that. Um, what's this? Um, vending machines were working on these directional speakers, so as you cross in front of it, it's talking directly to you. Oh, that's good. So if somebody's close by, they can't they can't really hear it, but somebody far away, they could like laser eat laser sound or whatever. So they're like, hey, get some uh, get some coke over here. That's so cool and creepy and really <laughs> and cool. creepy, right? So <laughs> just like that, when you put your message out, no matter what that message is, you're gonna have people hearing it and then whoever the message resonates with, they're going to come find you. Mm -hmm. So, but the, the, the key is to have a message and put, putting content out on that message. Yep. It's true. If you don't think it works folks and you're listening to me and Junaid right now and you're like, dang, that Chris guy, like, I think I want to build a mastermind. I mean, I see where it's at. If you've mm -hmm. thought that like been intrigued with that, I'm just saying what yeah. Janae and I are talking about works. If you're like, dang, Janae's like studio setups are, are just killing it. If you thought that, then it works because mm -hmm. all Janae and I are doing is we're standing on the top of our penthouse and we're dropping notes down. Yeah. And, and it's not that we're genius at being here and doing the podcasty thing. It's that we're, we're just willing to stand on our penthouse and drop notes down, mm -hmm. get some, get some sticky notes and start tossing them. You got this. Man, I love that. I love that analogy. And, you know, I am huge on metaphors and analogies. And there was one time where I talked all about driving on the freeway and, you know, you're looking at the next car over and then you can relate the message. If there's mm -hmm. an accident, I'm like, dude, did you see that accident just happened? You can relate, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So just like that, when something clicks in your head and it totally makes sense for you, it's, it's mind blowing. And, and when you open up your mind, no matter where, what video or message you're watching, you're going to start picking up on this, on the stuff that you, that's going to resonate with all the other stuff that you, that you've compiled. And what do you call it? This, uh, last that Monday, we, um, we had the Eid prayers and then, you know, so the, the sermon and he's talking about how the Muslim Ummah is a community and a community is basically bricks. Each individual is a brick. Huh. And the only way a wall can stand is when we support each other mm -hmm. side by side, lifting mm -hmm. each other up. And if you think about it, entrepreneurs, podcasters, live streamers, no matter what community you see, that's exactly what's happening in those communities. Mm -hmm. We help lift each other up. I love that. That's so true. Hmm. Yeah, it's good to be a it's good to be a, a buddy brick with you, man. It really is. Amen. Amen. So before Chris shares the three hacks that you can take away and start using it in your business, building your own mastermind, we'll be right back after these messages. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies Podcast 
and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. All right, guys, if you're still around, we've been having an amazing conversation with my amazing friend, Chris Williams, the group Coach Nation. Chris, thank you so much for making my day, man. This has been one of the most fun conversations on the podcast that I've had. Oh, man, I love it. I really love it. So excited to be here. You want to talk about some hacks? Yeah, let's do some hacks. That's, this is all about hacks or hobbies. What are we going down the path for here? Because we both have we both have large scale Lego vehicles in our studios. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mine just isn't quite fully built, so it's definitely not on. You you got the def- is that's the Defender, right? The Defender 90, yeah. Freaking oh, love that car. I I I saw that one at Costco Costco multiple times. I was like, do I want to get this? Do I want to get this? But I know I will I will I'll have a I'm actually building a, a bunch of shelves for my kids' Lego desk building area. So they've got, uh, my son's got a Batman, the, the new Batman mobile. Oh, cool. Car that Dude, that's built. a sweet old ride. It's oh. such a sweet ride. It's kind of John Wick and Batman got together. It is. Them, you know? yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to see the movie. Let's give the audience the, the three hacks to take away that they can implement in their business, in their building their own mastermind in their life. Cool. All right. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go one for just general, your business. You can do this today. One for your mastermind, or if you want to think about having a mastermind or whatever, like one for that. And then one for just your life outside of business and everything else. This is fun. Okay, cool. So first one for business, easiest thing in the world to do. This is what started me down the path of like actually getting real systems and delegation in place. I looked through everything I was doing day in, day out. I actually did a time study. I just pulled up a a spreadsheet and kept a list of everything I had done for two weeks solid, how many minutes each task took all throughout the day. And I labeled them over to the side, which ones were hard versus easy based on like somebody else could do this or I'm the only human on the planet could do it. Hmm. And then which ones I loved or hated. Okay. So I had at the end of two weeks, a whole bunch of minutes laid out. And I could see in large groups, kind of took a little massaging of the spreadsheet, but you can see, oh, I'm spending a whole lot of time on things that are actually pretty easy to do. I could teach someone else to do it that I hate doing. Mm -hmm. You need to delegate that stuff out now. So my tip around that or my hack is simply grab those things, screen record your process doing that. Or if if it's something you have to like hand write out, then just put your iPhone on a stand and look at your desk and like do it. 
yeah. record that thing and tell somebody what you're doing. Like you're teaching a class while you're recording it. Don't go back and edit it. Don't make it fancy. Save the video in your Google Drive. Find someone, a VA or somebody, if you already have a team member, go, go hire one if you don't. And say, hey, I'm going to send you this video. I want you to watch it. And I want you to take all the steps that I've explained in the video, 10 minutes or an hour and a half long, whatever. And I want you to list them out sequentially in a Google Doc. And then I'm going to proof that Google Doc to make sure that the standard operating procedure, the SOP is correct. If once I say it's correct, we're going to go back and I want you to practice doing it once and then come back and show me your result. And all of a sudden, in three or four easy steps, you have delegated the thing that takes most of your time that you hate doing. Then do it again and keep doing it. And you'll mm -hmm. be working a lot less and enjoying life more. And I promise you, you'll make more money because your brain's going to be free and you'll start seeing opportunities. Hack goosebumps, one. man. I'm, okay. I'm getting goosebumps from that hack. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> day in, day out, we're doing, we're doing so many things and I'm like, you know what? There's other people that are expert. And, and just to go back a little bit, it's, when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I wish I had a clone. And what, you, what you've laid out here with the SOP, we're literally creating clones for the tasks that we do the best way we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually somebody's like, oh, I watched the video, laid all the steps out here. But I've highlighted like four steps that you could actually stop doing and combine into one. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I would have never that's thought about myself because they're better yeah. at it than I am, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like That's why we hired him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Hack two. That was just general business. Let's talk mastermind hack. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get to a life hack. I love all these hacks. All right. So mastermind hack. Don't have a website. Don't have a landing page. Don't have your curriculum figured out. Like, don't have all that stuff. I know you see people like me and other experts who have these amazing masterminds. You like, but I have to figure all that out before I can invite someone to the penthouse. Believe it or not, you don't have to decorate the penthouse. Okay. When you walk into a 74th floor penthouse, people come out the elevator, right? The elevator opens into the penthouse because it's yeah. a private elevator. And they look at the space and like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Their eyes are instantly drawn to the windows. That's they right. want to look out the windows. Yes. Same thing goes with your mastermind. Don't furnish the thing out. All right. Invite them up. Have a sales call with them. When you're asking them, so how can I help you? They will tell you what they want in the penthouse. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you what week one, two, three, seven, whatever should be. They'll tell you the problems they're having and what they wish you could help them fix. And then you just simply say, I got something for you. We got this penthouse thing going on and I want you in there. Is that something you'd like to do? All of a sudden you didn't have to create an offer. You just got to make a sale. And you didn't have to pre-work to make that sale. So you confirmed your offer and what you're delivering before you ever built anything. That's my hack number two. My good friend, my good friend, uh, Osama, who, who's also on the podcast. He, when you drop knowledge like this, he's like, I, I need to find a microphone to drop. Where, where's stuff? <laughs> By the end of the conversation, there's a bunch of stuff on the floor that you got cleaned up. <laughs> people are like, like their eardrums are getting blown out. Cause you're like exactly. dropping stuff on all your equipment. Yeah. Man, quit. It hurts every time you drop the freaking mic. Come on. Man. Yeah. All right. You ready for a life hack? So we got our general business hack. We got our mastermind hack. Now let's go with a life hack. Yes. Okay. 
This is actually pretty easy. Take your phone, your smartphone. We all have them, right? Mm -hmm. It's too bad, right? Keeps our little brains busy. Take your phone and set a timer on your phone for 10, 15, 20 minutes earlier in the day than you usually get off work. So if you're working till seven at night, set it for 645. Mm -hmm. If you're working till three in the afternoon, you want to work a little less, set it for 245, right? For the next week, set it for 15 minutes earlier every day, just five days in a row and quit work when your timer goes off, which means in about a week, you're going to have picked up an hour, maybe two hours of time that's new. And the crazy thing is it will have forced you to be a little more efficient tomorrow mm -hmm. than you were today and the next day and the next day. Just do it for a week, pick up the hour and then live by that for the next month. Don't break it. And then do it again the first week of next month. And every month, repeat that process. That's the slow way to get your life back. You can do it week after week, but take yeah. your baby steps. If you do that, you will get your life back. You'll find efficiencies. You'll be forced to learn to delegate. You'll be forced to increase your prices so you can hire a better team member so they can take more of the load off your plate. Everything else will start to be forced into place. Because if you think about it, the other way that's going on for most of us is our business pressures are forcing our real life into yeah. a corner. But if you put parameters on the, on the real life and force the business life back, it will get more efficient and it will get better. Man, I love that. It's chipping. It's, it's like eating an elephant a little bit at a time. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And stop wishing and start doing. That's it. If you're looking for a little accountability around that process, I don't have a link for you to follow and I don't have 10 easy steps. Here's the best way to build accountability around getting your life back. Whoever's in your friend group, your family group, whatever you've got around you. I have five kids in Jill, so I got six people in my family group other than me. What I did when I first started that time implementation where I was cutting my work hours back is every minute I was late for that timer going off each day, I had to pay a dollar per minute to every person in the group that I was late. So if I was late 10 minutes, it was going to cost me seven or 60 bucks, right? Yep. dollar per minute for six people build in some sort of accountability like that, where it's real money, where the thing you value most in business is making your clients happy and making a buck. Let's be honest. That's the way it works. Yeah. So that put the same financial pressure. That rate, by the way, is 400 bucks an hour, six minutes, $6 a minute. Yeah. Six, yeah. That was my current bill rate when I was making this change. So I made an equivalent pain point on the other side, if I didn't take action and that helped me take action. Man, that's, that's a really good ask. That's a really good hack. Mm -hmm. Set yourself accountable so that you like, all right, if, if I don't get this done, I'm it's going to cost me rather than make me this mm -hmm. 400 bucks. Yep. Like that. Love it. Well, before we let you go, I know you guys loved this conversation. We had so much fun. We laughed our heads off and had mind blown because <laughs> <laughs> microphones were not damaged, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, we're a studio show here. No microphones damaged. Yes. <laughs> before we let Chris go, uh, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. 
and making us realize that we are all, we're all top sitting on top of our own penthouses, trying to find a way for people to come up. Well, guess what? You got to just install an elevator and call them up. And that's literally, that's literally what outreach is, right? You call up people I'm like, Hey, you got some time to talk with the talk, what I can help you with. And the way we go. So before we let you go, got some quick questions that we like to go into. Exciting. I don't even know what these are. I don't know where we're going here. This is fun. All right. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh, skydiving. I can, that's an easy one for me. Skydiving. We've done a lot of high risk and, and high adrenaline hobbies, and mm -hmm. I have yet to skydive. Lots of friends who do it, and I, I just haven't done it. Well, when you do go, please let me know because I haven't done that e yet either. Sounds fun, right? <laughs> yes, it does. I know my <laughs> brother's done it a couple of times. He did one in the U.S. and one he was in South Africa. I was like, oh, dude, cool. really <laughs> jumping down the planes in South Africa? <laughs> so when you do go to you know skydive, let me know. So he oh, basically okay. jumped towards his landing points, probably opposite sides of the globe. Like he was jumping this, he was jumping in opposite directions, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> All right, next question: What did you want to be when you were a child? A fighter pilot. Oh my god. Fighter pilot. Okay, you know this is coming. In twenty, in just <laughs> twenty-five. Is that the question? Is it out yet? Can we go see it yet? I know, right? Can we go see it? Twenty more days. Twenty-five more days. It's 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 landing on Memorial Day weekend. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, and I had my whole room like plastered with like fighter pilot pictures, and oh my gosh, I was so in. Yeah. Oh my god. By the way, guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, that's coming on the Memorial Day weekend in 2022. You're going to love this because this is Top Gun with with Tom Cruise, Maverick, the sequel to the movie that we all grew up on. I don't know about you, but I know I... Yeah, I did too, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, that's everybody was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> awesome. I wish I had an affiliate link to drop for buying tickets for that movie right now because we'd both make millions. I know, Why don't they right? give us affiliate links for movie tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll find a way. I'm sure there's some, <laughs> something there. All right, next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? <laughs> okay, so it's not Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with TV show. It is absolutely Phineas and Ferb. The, the kids, the kids show. Phineas and Ferb. It's so creative. It's I like, very creative. Yeah, I love that show. And the their pet. What's a pet? Uh, uh, Perry the platypus. Yeah, the platypus yeah. is just so amazing. <laughs> I watched that show when my my kids are teenagers now. I watch that show by myself still, yes. and they usually come wandering in, like, "Oh my gosh, it's very." I love that show. I love it. All right, next question: What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, Les Mis, the musical that came out a few years ago, like seven or eight years ago. I cannot sing, and but I love that story. Mm. love that story so um and when they turn into a movie i was like this blows my mind so i would I'd totally be in that or um if i can have two or the greatest showman uh, about barnum like i'm a, I'm a musical guy i'm softy Dude, Sorry. all right all right all right so i'm not john wick i really do have pink and feathers in my studio okay come on <laughs> all right so what this clearly tells me is that Hugh Jackman is your man. I mean, he's a singer. He's He was in both. That's he's right. He's in both movies. I didn't even make that connection. That's so true. 
Talk about a talented person. I know. What the heck? And I absolutely loved The Greatest Showman. I sing along with the songs. I cried to the songs, man. It's so powerful. Yeah. No wonder we click, man. Shoot. (laughs) See all these underlying things. We're brothers in some distant, distant universe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We have a quantum connection over here. <laughs> Next question. Who is your favorite superhero? Oh, it's going to have to be Batman. Mm. Yeah, uh, because being a billionaire is fun, right? Um, yes. And <laughs> and he's like one of the superheroes who's kind of a, he's a real person. He doesn't have yes. an actual superpower. And I don't either. So I think that was kind of relatable. Like mm-hmm. he's actually doing something. Yeah. And it's, it's something, obviously not, not many of us could actually be Batman, but right. it was, it's connection, right? I, it okay. Is. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love and that. we're both billionaires. So, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. All right. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh, risk. Mm. I, I like I've always liked that game. I think I'm a strategist at heart and I, I've always loved that game since I was a kid. Love playing Risk. I don't have I any world domination tendencies. Yeah. But it's fun to like it's just strategy's fun. And other board games you don't I guess some new ones. There's a lot of new strategy games. There's out a lot now. of new, yes. Yeah. So I like strategy games, but risk is my go to. I love it. Chris, it has been amazing talking to you. I've had the most blast I've had. <laughs> in a long time and um i just want to let you know that i really appreciate all that you've done for us the entrepreneur agency slash mastermind owners community and um really huge shout out to all that you've done your team is amazing and where can my audience find you because if they want to come hang out with you where would they go Super easy. Just Google Group Coach Nation. GroupCoachNation.com is our website. And we got tons of info for you there. If you're, if you're really thinking about building like a mastermind, if that's your thing, we teach experts how to build masterminds. If you're a beginner, more advanced, or a pro-level person, wherever you are in that continuum, like we'll help you sort out who you are. And then we'll give you like next steps to do. We don't even ask for an email address. We just like, just get started. The, the information in your head, who you are in that penthouse, start inviting people up like it works just start doing the work absolutely well chris thank you again so much for all of your time and all of the knowledge and the wisdom i appreciate it and um, we'll see you very soon sounds good Janae. thanks guys thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on hacks and hobbies we absolutely appreciate your contribution you can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today 